0: You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two
1: decades, the Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, you're on there. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at Let's go racing drivers! Unbelievable! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside, they touch once, twice. Oh boy, here we go, this is going to be tight right here.
0: Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Ah, uh, here we go, 3 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. A Happy 13th uh, day of May. We uh, have a thing called May Day, and I don't remember what day. It could be today for all I know, but... Oh, that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk motorsports because this is the premier home for all things motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. I am Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. If you are a regular, well, you probably know that, but... Uh, Great to be with you on a, a fast Friday, but a beautiful Friday here in the Mile High City. That's uh, There's certainly no doubt, doubt about that, but it's great to be with you, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, because it's top of mind uh, to me is what an idiot Joey Logano is. Um, yeah, yeah. if you're, like I say, if you're a regular, you know I'm not really uh uh, big, mincing words or being politically correct. That's just what I do. But, God, last week uh, it, at Darlington, I just, uh, hearkening back on the end of that race, I mean, he just basically, to use a NASCAR term, totally dumped, I mean, in a big way, William Byron, I mean, he just basically drove through him. Now I get it. <clears throat> the Chrome Horn is—they like to call it an NASCAR—is a—it is a thing. It's definitely a thing. Uh, Jeff Gordon made it very popular back in the day when it got labeled the co- the Chrome Horn. Not that there's any chrome on these cars, uh, especially the new car. Uh, speaking metaphorically, the Chrome Horn, and there's no horns either, so. Uh, I don't know why they call it that, except that uh, it's basically just putting the bumper to somebody in front of you and just moving them out of the way, which is what Joey Logano did. He wasn't even sneaky about it. Well, we're, you know, if you're going to do something like that, at least try to mask it a little bit. But it 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 is what Joey Logano does. He's uh, well, there's there's videos uh, compilations of of what Joey has done uh, time and time and time again. And as I've mentioned many times in this program, how he basically just dumped Martin Truex Jr. to win the Martinsville race in 2018 to transfer on to the final round. And then as Martin Truex was sailing off into the sunset to win uh, another back-to-back championship in 2018, they won in 17 The mystery caution comes out. Joey uh, gets a great restart and drives off into the sunset. The Florida sunset, I should say. But it's what he does. Uh, And he's very kind of howdy-doody about how he does it. You know, Brad Kozlowski will do it. He'll get all uptight and janky. Joey just gives you a big old smile and go, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of racing, man. You know, yeah. You know, he saw me coming. I can't believe his his spotter, such an idiot, didn't tell him that I, you know, I was coming. Which is bull bleep. Of course, his spotter told me it was coming. Uh, but I, I do. <clears throat> William Byron uh, probably could have defended it a little bit better. And 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 you know, the, there's 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 a, a right way and a wrong way to do it. Now, having said that, if you're going to dump somebody. And if you did it the right way, um, just as you begin to turn the car into the corner, it upsets the, the balance of the car. The, the, the tail of the car will get a little bit lighter as you're trying to transfer all that weight to the nose to get the car to turn. It's called getting wheeled. Uh, it's kind of a dirt track term. It Everybody gets wheeled in dirt cars, It's just the way it is. But... Uh, I mean, the way he did it, he definitely knew that said Byron was going to go into said wall and spin off into Never Neverland. A little bit dangerous to, to do that, uh, as the car is uh, unweighting and transferring the weight because you're going to get a big spin because th- there's no weight in the rear. And at least he he got into the the outside wall fairly gently if there's such a thing and then spun down the infield ended up finishing 13th and had lots of words for Joey Logano which I, I <laughs> he was pissed and I would be pissed too I'm surprised Mr. H because William Byron who by the way just signed a long term extension for big money with Hendrick Motorsports the week before uh, I, I can assure you this Mr. H has spoken to NASCAR about it there's no doubt in my mind as he should now uh, this week they go to Kansas. I was going to go, and now I, I'm kind of remiss. I didn't go. I mean, it's just a short drive, uh, you know, out I-70. Granted, you have to drive through Kansas, and there's nothing in Kansas to see. It uh, it would be be foolish for William Byron or or anybody else in the Hendrick team to to retaliate this weekend. It just it's you know, it's like uh, you know, the <laughs> the last hitter on your team gets 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 hit in the head by a, a pitch ball, and then so the first batter up for the team, the opposing team, the next uh, at the, in the top or the bottom of the inning, whatever, go ahead and hit the leadoff guy. It's just it, the proximity of said bad behavior is just too close. At least you were going to do it, by a little time, but. Drivers will be drivers. Can't control what's going on in their head. <laughs> Trust me. It, uh, it it could, though, and this is kind of a, a theory that I've floated out to some of my friends, is, is you know, okay, so out of all the Hendrick cars right now, the guy that, besides winning the Daytona 500, um, well, it's, I'm not going to go into that. I don't want to throw that out there. Uh <clears throat> Because maybe you wait till the end of the season and if one of your said drivers, now having said that, I mean, th- there could be, you know, 300 cars easily in the hunt for the championship. And then that takes my theory out of place. So I'm, gonna talk, I'm not going to go into it right now. It's like picking Bronco wins and losses right now. It may be fun. I heard the fellows doing this afternoon over on the sister side, and it's it's a lot of fun to listen to. It's good. It's entertaining, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. So, but it, it, and it seems early, but the silly season has already started. I will get to that as we meander into the program. Um, kind of some surprising news about the news. The silly season usually starts, eh, September-ish, a little early this year, uh, kind of surprising. But anyway, it, it is what it is. Uh, the NHRA, they're in Virginia at beautiful Virginia Motorsports Park. I know because I've been there. It truly is uh, uh, beautiful. And as they say, Virginia's for lovers. Uh yeah. So uh, but the rain has played uh, it, havoc with them. Uh they did they moved uh, uh, Friday's uh, uh you know round or rounds I should say uh to midday cuz the weather was supposed to get really bad tonight. And I guess it was really bad yesterday and I've been there when it's been really bad too. Uh it was raining all morning and then it stopped. So from what I understand uh, the NHRA is at it, uh, in Virginia. We'll try to get you some updates as we get into the program. Cause they're, they're, they're at it early. Um, yeah, it, uh, I mean, the plan was to start at one o'clock Eastern time and that got rained out even by moving it up. They were thought they were going to miss the rain. Didn't happen, but yeah, they are on track now. So we'll, we'll get to that as we get into the program. We got a good show lined up for you as we always do. And, uh, Uh, He was to join us last week on the program, but we got our wires a little crossed, but uh, IndyCar driver Stefan Wilson, who uh, uh, hails from, well, he hails from the United Kingdom originally, but now lives here uh, in the Mile High area and uh, did did get the the, so far last entry uh, and will be secured in this year's 500 and a pretty cool little deal. He's got some giveaways going on promotions. We'll, we'll let Stefan tell you about it. Uh, that'll be good stuff. Also, we'll talk to uh, Eric Wensburg. He was the BMW motorsports manager for a couple decades and really took BMW well to to the stratosphere in terms of international dominance in motorsports. He did hire Bill Oberlin, who's now the winningest driver in IMSA driving to BMW uh, for Turner Motorsports, so we'll uh, we'll talk a little BMW Motorsports. We'll talk a little Indy Five Hundred with Stephen Wilson. We'll also get photo Joe Star, racing dot com on the program. That, that'll be good stuff. Get uh, a little update and thoughts. Um, I, I, if memory serves me correct, I think he likes Joey Logano. That's one of his guys. So this could get this could get pretty saucy around here. So it. Uh, yeah, it's great to be with you on a beautiful Friday here in the Mile High City. It is Race Central on the radio. Watch Race Central TV. Also, a reminder: if uh, you like to go to car shows and do all that kind of cool stuff, we've got a. Uh, we've a t- tomorrow is the Race Central, not your average car show. Car show that has just exploded at the WeatherTech Retail Store in Broomfield. I was in. Uh, it's the second Saturday every month, so I was in Long Beach working with the last one, but. Uh, about 500 cars, probably a few thousand people. we got the food trucks going, uh, obviously coffee. Also, the food truck now, as we were doing just breakfast burritos and stuff in the past, now we're adding hot dogs and hamburgers and barbecue, because it's that time of year. And it starts off tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, 9 to 1 at the WeatherTech Retail Store in Broomfield. It is the Ray Central Not Your Average Car Show. Car show. And it's, you know, feels like summer trying to get here, and that's kind of cool. It is Race Central, the radio... I'm Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. And go to racecentralmedia.com, the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. The segment's been brought to you by Coyote Motorsports, a short, short drive up I-25. They've got the new red-hot uh, CF Moto motorcycle. They've got the side-by-sides, the ATVs, UTVs. They're also uh, Denver's only star Yamaha dealer, which means you're the best. And they got the 0% financing, uh, too. Uh, go on in and see them now or see them tomorrow. But go see them. Go see Brian, he's the boss over there, and tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio, coyotemotorsports.com and racecentralmedia.com. We'll be back after this.
1: Drive, get the car up the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected
0: voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. Good to be back with you at 16 minutes after the hour. It is the premier home for motorsports. It is race central on the radio uh, brought to you in part by dental arts of cherry Hills. Yeah. The doc is, he is the man and I can attest. And this is a testimonial. Don't fiddle around when it comes to stuff in your mouth. Um, very bad things can happen. I, I have spent two and a half years dealing with uh, stuff like that and uh, don't go to discount dentistry or, or whatever, you know, see an expert. And that's why uh, Fox 31 and channel two, when uh, this kind of stuff comes into the news, they, uh, they refer to the doc because uh, well, he's the man and it's whether, you know, you just need a cavity filled a crown, basic, you know, dental work, or you want to go dental arts, big time, you know, uh, implants, re- mouth reconstruction, tooth re- reconstruction. It's an in-house lab. It's a one-top stop, one stop. Wow, easy for me to say. One, it's a place to go. Just go there at uh, com. You dream it, uh, they'll create it. We'll get that Hollywood smile today. Uh, SDK is in the house, as always, doing a great job uh, producing the program. Um. And she mentioned something to, to me as we were coming in the studio today, because it is something I want to talk about the Miami grand Prix last week, over 2 million viewer homes in the U S which is crazy. Um, and, and it, formula one was incredibly popular years ago. Then it kind of waved away. And <clears throat> even formula one says uh, drive to survive during the pandemic. Oh, there it is. I said it. I, I read about something about that in the papers. Um, it's it's going crazy, and uh, Formula One has a plan, and so SDK mentioned, he goes, did you see what was going on at the Grand Prix and the celebrities and all that stuff? And much like we talked about at um, our Daytona 500 party at uh, Unser Carding, now Podium Carding here in Denver, the, the vibe that was created, the Clash, the young vibe, young people. Sid's beautiful. She's young. She, she's, she's that demo. And it, she's been talking about it since we got here. Uh, Sid, you said that there were a t- I know there's a lot of celebrities there. But yeah. what did you think, being again, that, I mean, you were targeted. You were targeted. <laughs> you were stalked by NASCAR for the, the Clash. Um, sure. Formula One stalked you. And what did you think about what happened in Miami?
2: Um, I thought it was absolutely awesome and sick. <laughs> like, I mean, let, like, let's take a look here. I'm, I'm, I'm checking out the video right now. Tom Brady, Dwayne Wade, uh, Pharrell, uh, Sean Mendez, David Beckham, Serena Williams. I mean, the stars really came out for this. And I really think that F1 um, should take advantage of this uh, because I feel like for some reason coming out of the pandemic, pop culture culture in general people are looking for new things to get into and i think f1 is perfect because it sort of has this like upper echelon type very vibe. much so, you know yeah. it's like money cars it's and,
0: money 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 yeah. money
2: and i feel like more we're gonna the rappers are gonna start coming out you know the musicians are gonna start coming out it, and i i don't know it's just it's just cool like car everyone knows that cars have always been dope so it's like, now is the time. Now, I feel like n- motor racing sports, the time is now.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 it's made me a living for the last 22 years, heaven forbid. But uh, <laughs> the other voice you hear is the uh, omnipresent, ever charming STK. We call her Sid the Kid. Um, and we talked about this at length after the clash in Los Angeles. Formula One has, has always been uber bougie. How's that? How's that for a sixty-four-year-old guy? Uber bougie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, yeah, but you nailed it. Did it? From what you saw, did it? Did it like like NASCAR at the LA Coliseum? Did mm-hmm. did it kind of did it catch you? Are, are you going to be following it yeah. now?
2: I mean, I think I, I think F1 even has more of an appeal than NASCAR. Uh, there's something about just you know the 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 foreign aspect of it that that really attracts You're exactly people. You exactly right. Um you know NASCAR has um uh theme yeah, has sure. a theme that has been with them for a long time that um some Americans probably uh would like to stay away from so NASCAR I think still has some work to do uh with rebuilding their image and stuff if they want to keep collecting younger uh, fans. And you
0: made a point, too. Well, actually, NASCAR is, so there. there's a, um, a NASCAR-style race league in Canada called Cascar. There is a NASCAR in South America, which is much like the, the local and regional level stuff you would see here. It's very big in Mexico. But, yeah, uh, uh, like my friend said <laughs> last night, he goes, he says, uh, uh, like the French guy in uh, Talladega Nights, Buki uh, booby. B- 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 it's, yes, it's not big in France. It's not big in Italy. Um, a little bit of U.K. interest, but, yeah, it's it's not on their radar. Formula One, and I've said this in this program, and people still don't believe it, motorsports is the number one spectator sport in the United States and in the world. And it's, it's the crowd in general is far more affluent than the average American consumer. Why do you think you see all these super echelon corporations uh, that sell all of the the shiny consumer stuff are advertising and marketing there it, because it works. Uh, we will have um, another Grand Prix Formula One race uh, next year in in um, Las Vegas again. Back to Shinyville, yep. Miami. I remember it,
2: we we had talked about that with uh, our buddy Rick Rosen.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> crazy Rick! I don't know what had, what's happening. I think his meds wore off. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, so we'll have we'll have. You know, four Grand Prix in america uh that 'll be great yeah and and it the fact that so one of the things that pissed off the casinos when they had the IndyCar race in Vegas and went right down the strip and everything was it drew people out of the the uh, uh, take your money places and into the streets to watch Indy car racing, and they weren 't very very happy with it they 've overwhelmingly approved the circuit for the Formula One race, which is going to do the same thing. Because they've realized that, that all the uber-rich Formula One people that dance around the globe to follow the Formula One circus, as we call it, will be coming to Vegas. Maybe they step out for a little bit. That's okay. Because they're going to drop a ton of money. In said casino. And, and many of these, like when they had the Formula One race in Vegas years ago at, at uh, Caesars Palace, the only way you could get to the circuit and get to your seats was with one entrance that took you right through the casino. How do you think that worked out?
2: Um, I think that's genius. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why do you think they put the buffet with the, uh, you know, $1.99 prime rib? I'm not sure it's really prime rib. It could be horse prime rib. But, uh, <laughs> why do you think they, they put the buffet at the very back of the casino? Cause you gotta go spend a bunch of money to get there. At least they hope so. So I, I, think that, uh, uh, informative one has come right out and said they, they felt that the Miami experience was v- very much like a Super Bowl. And if you watch the vibe, I don't. Did you? Would you agree? Yes. Yes,
2: I would say it's even a little bit different. It's 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 probably even cooler than the Super Bowl. Oh,
0: absolutely! But it, they're talking about the vibe and the environment mm-hmm. and the. And the, the yeah, well, the, it
2: certainly appeared that way. Yeah.
0: Well, then they had festivities, shiny festivities, for three days. Um, so they, they call them Super Bowl style. Uh, platforms where they have all the fan experiences and things like that. And I think it's it's genius. Um, IndyCar should maybe look at, at... Now they have Long Beach, which is awesome. Uh, Why well, do I think they started calling it the Roar at the Shore and then they said, you know, it's the biggest party in Los Angeles and a race breaks out. It's not a race with a party breaking out. It's a party with a race breaking out. Uh, St. Petersburg much has the same feeling uh, when they start the IndyCar season uh, over on the right coast in Florida. And I mean, it's people. It's it's changed so much. Even in the past year or so, the I mean, we're all spoiled by experience. You go to a football game, and I remember going to Keysar Stadium in San Francisco. A real, uh, it's a beautiful stadium, and it's right off the beach. But you know, the fog would come in and just lay in there. And if it was sunny, you got thousands of seagulls flying over your head, pooping on you. Seriously, you could not go to a game without getting pooped on. It kind of became a joke. There, But that was in the 60s and 70s. Same with yeah. the, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, as they used to call it. Uh, and it's part of what's going on now with the Denver Broncos. I mean, mm-hmm. Broncos Stadium, based on the really popular places of the NFL, is a dump. It, right. It's, I mean, even the club, the club in the uh, Oakland Coliseum, I went to a Bronco game and went to the club, and it was basically like, I felt like I was in the gymnasium. You can't see the stadium, and you bought a $37, you know, roast beef sandwich. Uh, I'm like, really? This is a club? It feels more like a seal club, you know. Pardon the bad joke. But uh, people want experiences. They want to be able to do more than just sit and eat a hot dog and a warm beer and watch football uh, back in the day. Uh, now they want they want to be entertained, and and they're screaming for it. Why do you think a place like, you know, as I call it, the Death Star in Las Vegas, will be packed and you know double, triple over face uh, value tickets because it's a happening? You can go to watch the Raiders because you hate them. You can go because you love them, or you might just go take the monorail in from the Westgate, all jacked up, hung over from a you know bunch of partying the night before. And not even care who's on the field, you're going for the experience. And that's what Formula One's trying to do here in America, and it's going to work big time. I think IndyCar, and especially the NHRA, especially. I love drag racing, but they're in trouble. And they're, it's just not – I mean, the experience is when, you know, 20,000 horsepower uh, on the hit for nitro cars goes off. But three days of that, you know – and nothing else to do except buy a thirty-seven dollar hot dog and a twenty dollar warm beer, unless you're in the. Oh, well, I'm in hospitality anyway, so you know I'm I'm a guest of the teams in their hospitality. Uh, it it's it's getting old. What can I say? Uh, we're also brought to you by. Besides the doc at uh, com, how about Colpar.com? It's where the gearheads go to buy all their cool stuff, uh, boys, girls, mom, dad, whatever. If uh, Fred doesn't have it, they probably don't make it to uh, two places to serve you and easily found at Colpar.com. I'm the Insider. Go to RayCentralMedia.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media and TV. And also go to our, uh, our car shows page, uh, Facebook slash Race Central Car Shows. And be at our show tomorrow, 9 to 1, at the WeatherTech Retail Store in Broomfield. It's the Race Central, not your average car show. Car show. What can I say? We are, uh, we're coming up next with Stefan Wilson, IndyCar driver. And it's going to be a lot of fun to catch up with little Steph. And we'll be back after this. 33 minutes after the hour is, uh, well, it's Kurt's Place. It's where I hang out every Friday here. On the Blowtorch for Motorsports at AM 1600, FM 104.3, the fan in HD298.1 if you're up in the Northern Territories and always streaming at the website that makes you a smarter fan. That is racecentralmedia.com. IndyCar is at the road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway as we begin to rev ourselves up how do you like that for a st- stupid colloquialism uh, uh, for the Indy 500 the 106 if I'm not mistaken uh, I'm excited for Indy this year and I'm, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping we hear from Steph Wilson uh, you know uh, we, we got crossed up last week and we're waiting on him now uh, i i know he 's in the east Coast, so uh and he 's got he 's got a bunch of sponsor commitments and things like that, and stuff happens so anyway um, but uh, Pato Ward uh tops the second practice at uh, i m uh, s it 's going to be a hell of a race that 's all I can say the IndyCar series i mean we did talk about it uh last week uh about the spot on as we would say in the u k Scenario that would play out at Barber because that's what Barber does. Uh, Ironically, uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Ward Stephen Ward, listen to me. Stephen Wilson's uh, older brother, Justin Wilson, uh, our dearly departed friend, uh, was killed at Pocono. mm, God, it was I want to say at least six or seven years ago now, and uh, he was a very close friend that that screwed me up pretty good for a few months, but. Justin was—he really liked Barber. Remember, now he had—he won a Rolex uh, Daytona 24 championship with AJ Allmendinger uh, back in the day. Um, uh, that that team actually has won a, a few of them, and uh, he spent—I want to say—two years with the Jaguar Formula One team. So he's a highly talented guy, and um, and obviously. Uh, Romain Grosjean, uh, you know, spent many years in Formula One. So Justin, former Formula One driver, uh, Roman Grosjean, former Formula One driver, they really like Barber. Super fast, super flowing, uh, and very hard to pass on, as we saw at Barber. Indy, in some ways, is very similar. It's... Uh, it, yeah it's but long fast straightaways that go into some very fast and flowing stuff but then you've got you know some some tight kind of really only one line through the corner type stuff too which is going to make for great racing uh as we uh hopefully are waiting on stefan if you're a regular you know i get to drive all these magnificent automobiles and uh it's it's a it's a Real pleasure, and it's a privilege, not a right, uh, because I'm the only radio and TV host in the market that gets uh, said press cars, and thanks so much to my friends Josh over at Drive Shop and stuff and all they do. A car I just had, and really impressed me, frankly, uh, a Corolla, Toyota Corolla, Toyota, let's go places, uh, hybrid. 53 city, 52 highway, that always makes me laugh. But that is ridiculous. With an average of fifty-two miles per gallon, it a uh, one-point-eight-liter four-cylinder hybrid. Lots of really—I'm not going to read them all off because it'd be silly to. Uh, lots of really cool. Matter of fact, way overstuffed the sausage on this deal. Lot of super cool standard features. Um, it's really impressed me. It, it, it's also very nice looking. It's got all the amenities you can want. I drove it for a week, and I don't think it got to to uh, half a tank. It gets great fuel mileage, and the car is twenty seven thousand dollars. By God, you can spend that in a Bronco game, going to the club, <clears throat> right? Uh, yes and no. A boatload of car for twenty seven grand handles really, really well, and being a hybrid. It flat goes. I mean, when you smash the accelerator, that's the thing about hybrids. Electric, boom, instant torque. And for twenty seven grand, heck of a car. If you're looking for something in that category, I'm not a Prius guy. That's another Toyota. But I, I, I frankly, um, I like the hybrid a lot, the Corolla. I like the way it looks. I would take it over a Prius and go to your local Toyota dealer and drive one today. So. Uh, we're waiting. I feel like I feel like the the uh, like when your computer's trying to open your email is going to circle, circle, circle. I feel like I'm in that circle. Oh boy. Um. Also, NHR. I talked about Virginia. Uh, let's just see. Let me bounce over here really quick because I was waiting. A qualifying just just popped up. Yeah, qualifying underway. At uh, at Virginia, that's good because they were really, really, really concerned about um, about the weather for the weekend. I mean, that there's a reason why NHRA is been coined sometimes the National Hard Rain Association. I want to say it was four or five years ago. It seemed like half the schedule got rained out, and that that sucks. That sucks out loud. But uh, it looks like they've got things underway uh, in Virginia, which is which is cool. Because Virginia's for lovers. it. <laughs> so, uh, GMR Grand Prix this weekend at Indy. And then we've got uh, a little bit of a break. And then we get ready for the greatest spectacle in racing. The Indy 500. Uh, I got a really neat story that I will get to. Uh, it, it, you know, I'm a, I'm a big... Uh, Steve Torrance fan, He's we've become good friends. He's uh, going for five-in-a-row championships. My Lord, unbelievable. A little bit of a struggle this year, but his dad, Billy, who seems like every time he gets in the car, I man, he's he's right at the sharp edge of, of uh, qualifying. Uh, there's been a couple of races over the past years. He's actually gone to the finals against his son and beat him. They were going to roll out a very special Top Fuel dragster this weekend, but they ran in a couple little glitches right uh, towards the end, so they will not be f- featuring this car. It's going to blow your mind when I tell you, and we'll get to that story as uh well after this. It is Race Central Media and racecentralmedia.com dot uh, com. Go check out the doc and seen on Fox Thirty One and Channel Two News for all your dental needs. Uh, visit his website or call him today. Get your free consultation. That's, uh, why, that's why Fox and 2 go to him when uh, this kind of stuff needs to be talked about. It's Daniel Arts of CherryHills.com and com. after this. That's up 44 minutes after hour. It is the uh, blowtorch for motorsports. It's uh, the greatest names in motorsports from the front range to Formula One over 20 years here in the Mile High and streaming around the country and around the globe at RaceCentralMedia.com. I have to thank uh, my good friend Judy Stropus again for uh, hooking us up with our next guest. And if you are a fan of IMSA, which I am a big-time fan of IMSA, and they're racing this weekend at, uh, well, a very famous place. Uh, and and the, our next guest... Uh, probably he's been there many, 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 many times. He's at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. It's uh, Eric Wensburg, and Eric is really responsible for, well, pretty much creating the whole deal. He was a former uh, BMW Motorsports manager. Eric, welcome to Race Central on the radio. You were pretty busy there for a few years, huh?
1: Yeah, it, uh, busy is, is uh, an understatement, Kirk. Uh, it's great to be on your show, and uh, we are uh, crossing our fingers for a good result at the uh, RLL team at Mid Ohio this weekend.
0: And there you go. Uh, so, how, I mean, w- were you with BMW? So, Eric did all this from 1985 to 1998 and, and hired, as I was teasing earlier in the program, the winningest driver and a really, really good friend of mine, um, Bill Auberlin, who's a winningest driver in IMSA. I think he stole that from uh, Scott Pruitt, if I'm not mistaken. But were you worth, with BMW before 85 or did you come to BMW in 85 uh, for this position?
1: I came to BMW in 85 because they were contemplating their largest motorsports engagement in their history, that being the GTP car with uh, uh, McLaren running a march uh, for us. And it was a big effort, and uh, we ran the car at the end of 85 and all of 86. And uh, we didn't do as well as we had hoped to, but a management change uh, meant the budget went away just as we got the car um, developed. So yeah. uh, it was my first hard lesson in big-time racing.
0: Didn't, uh, and not to bring up, uh, uh, nobody was hurt, but it was a pretty scary moment. Didn't you guys have a big blowover at Lime Rock in that car
1: one year? We, we had a blowover um, uh, at Sebring. It's it was okay. actually yeah. Bobby Rahal uh, running with us at Sebring, and it was, I watched it. It was not pleasant, and um, the lesson of the moment was, the car would run really fast if we keep the bodywork on it. Yeah, <laughs> if the bodywork leaves the car, you've got problems.
0: Yeah, there's a little thing called downforce. That, uh, <laughs> right. yeah, may the force be with you. All of it down. Didn't didn't you run um, a, a super stressed uh, small displacement turbo in that car?
1: We did. Yeah, we just we had a we had the uh, the Formula One engine. Yes, yeah, uh, so that's what uh, I thought. It's Rush's uh, one point five liter four cylinder uh heavily turbocharged we we drew it out to two point one liters with a stroking uh, of the of the uh intake and uh, it produced a ton of power, but it also vibrated more than they had bargained for, so the joke in the team was we could uh, leak water on the thing and it would catch on fire. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Yeah, kind of like a helicopter. They're just built to vibrate apart and fall out of the sky. Uh, There you go. Yeah. I I think because I've been following Formula One forever. I used to go to all the races. I've been in Europe and here. And it seems to me that uh, there were many a times that they took that little BMW motor uh, out of the the Nelson Piquet Formula One cars and they were glowing red.
1: Oh, yes. I, I used to look in the back of our GTP car after two laps yep. in, in qualifying. Uh, you could see right through the casing of the turbo and see the veins inside, 1,800 degrees. It was really incredible.
0: So you guys cooked a lot of good venusness on that sucker.
1: Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Lunch was not a problem. Yeah, yeah. Just
0: as long as you get it off before it, it burns to the to the ground. Uh, we're talking to Eric Wensberg. He basically created the BMW uh, uh, Motorsports program, and he was a manager at BMWs. I say through '85 uh, to '98. Uh, I'm not going to read your whole bio because, oh my God, how did you, so? Bill Auberlin. I I I never known Bill. I raced in the Long Beach Grand Prix a couple times in Atlantic's, and then all of a sudden, this guy from uh, I believe it was uh, uh, Palace Verde's or Huntington Beach or somewhere around there comes and Redondo re- Redondo that, yeah that, i I, was, I had so many uh, beers at in the Redondo Village at Hennessy's I forgot uh, I was there um, yeah <laughs> Redondo Beach, California yeah and he shows up and wins the Long Beach Grand Prix and the next thing his career is launched how did you guys get connected how'd that deal come about?
1: It's actually a very funny story. We were racing in IMSA uh, with the E36 M3 PTG. Tom Milner was our team.
0: Yes. And
1: uh, we had John Paul Jr. and a lot of hot shoes, uh, Pete Halsmer. And we went out uh, racing around the Superdome um, in the streets of New Orleans. And we got the pole very quickly. And so we put JP up on the jack stands and said, okay, let's just wait. We got 15 minutes. We got this in the bag. And all of a sudden, a privately entered blue Mazda RX-7 goes out and takes the pole away from us rather dramatically. And uh, Milner and I looked at each other, and we said, okay, drop him and send him out again. We took the pole back in two laps. We parked JP at the end of the pit lane, and he was waiting. Just in case. And Bill went out and took it back again. And I said, what, what is going on here? We don't even know who this kid is, privately entered with his dad. Yep. And uh, we fought over the pole right down to the last few minutes. And Bill goes down the front straightaway and crashes in a huge way. And I see the car up on a Jersey barrier with its nose about eight feet in the air, bent like a beer can. And I say, okay, no problem. We got this. And Bill literally comes running down the straightaway away into the pit lane. Charlie Slater, who was the owner of IMSA at the time, had a 911 sitting there that Bill had driven once, not even that weekend. And Charlie said, jump in my car, Bill, go. And he took the pole once oh, again. And I said to Milner, I said, I don't care who this kid is. We're having dinner with him this weekend. And next year, he's driving for us. Kind and that worked. was the beginning of his BMW career. Kind of worked out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah if, right.
0: If we're not careful, Bill might might be really successful. Uh, I remember those blue and white uh, wide body RX sevens. Yeah, they they. But I, <sighs> Mazda ran a team with those cars, and I can't remember what the team was called. But they were all blue and white. And actually, a buddy of mine just bought one of them. Uh, that's pretty tired and worn out. But I saw it when I came to his shop the other day, and I went. What the hell? I, I watched those cars race at Laguna Seca back in the seventies and eighties. What the hell is that? You oh know? yeah,
1: R- Roger Mandeville. Had Roger a big team, Mandeville. There were a number of big teams.
0: Yes, yes. My God. Uh, Talking to Eric Wensberg, uh, basically created the BMW Motorsports uh, program. Um, let me let me. Just, what after all those years, do you have a moment that really kind of sticks out? And You go, man. I'm so stoked that we, I mean, that the story is a great one. Uh, he still continues to make history. But it, is there something that really still sticks out and you go, wow, that was, that was, that might be a, one of the highlights of my career there.
1: We went to Daytona, the 24-hour, at the start of the 97 season with a brand new car, uh, E36 M3, and, and we called it the lightweight because we had built it in the States as light as we could figure out how to make it. Mm -hmm. And we had three other cars, total of four cars in the race. And we ran competitively all night. And we came down to the morning hours, and two of our cars were one, two, and then there were three Porsches hot on our heels, and we had probably five laps on them. And we had just installed uh, ESPN cameras in the cars, And we come down to, uh, in the lead, we come down to the final hour, and we've got uh, three gears gone in the gearbox. We're down to two gears, and they are steadily closing in on us, Mm. the Porsches, Mm -hmm. lap after lap, closing us. We think we've got it, but the tower radios down and says, your windshield is collapsing. You're going to get black flagged if you don't come in and do something about it. And Tom Milner, being the consummate German professional, denied it up, down, and sideways until we looked on the monitor, and we watching it on television. Our driver is holding the windshield up with his hand. <laughs> so we said, oh, my God, we've got to do something. So we called them in, five minutes to go. The crew grabs the windshield out of the car and tapes on a new one, and we won by half a lap.
0: Oh, my Lord. Yeah, you know, that, that's what's so neat about racing is, you know, it's like when football or professional athletes retire, they miss the camaraderie and the the bizarreness and the strangeness of. of and I, I, God, I, I raced Formula Mazda, I did did uh, some Formula Three in Europe, I did Champ Car Atlantics for quite a long time, SCCA. I mean, it's and and I still still drive in a bunch of stuff, but what I love most about it is uh, <clears throat> it's a little different now too. Because when we're racing with SVRA or RMVR, you know, we at the end of the day we eat Pursuit and Melon and crack open you know a couple hundred dollar bottles of wine. Didn't <clears throat> so much do that back in the day, but it's the stories and the weirdness and all the the funky, funky you know stuff that happens that that, that you miss. Uh, what do you do to keep yourself busy now? What do you? I, I think you had a consulting company or something like that. We got about thirty seconds yep. left. What are you doing now?
1: I do, and I do a lot of work for a nonprofit that we work with with the BMW Car Club of America. That's what I thought. And I'm sitting I'm sitting outside the BMW Foundation office right now, which is two miles from the BMW manufacturing plant in Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina. Yep. And tonight we're we're opening an exhibit called the 50th anniversary of BMW M, and we've got 26 mm. of the greatest cars we ever made as a company inside. Along with some really nice M1 Pro Car and CSL Group 5, some really nice stuff. And if you find yourself in South Carolina between now and January, I urge you to come to the BMW. Car Club of America Foundation. It's well worth the visit.
0: Eric, I, I could go, because I was going to ask you about Pro Car. The, the Spartanburg plant, so I, I spent 35 years in the high-end car business, and I ran one of the biggest BMW stores in the country for a long time. It was, wasn't the Spartanburg plant built for uh, the Z3?
1: It really was.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. And I
1: was at the groundbreaking oh, uh, with Mrs. Quant and all of our dignitaries, Ugh. and within 12 months, of of putting a shovel in the ground. They were producing cars out the back door. It has expanded, Kurt, almost every year since the late 90s. And wow. we are now, I say we... BMW is now exporting more cars to Europe than any other manufacturer. It's really quite incredible. That is
0: fun, Eric. We could talk all day. I've I've owned a plethora of BMWs, uh, an M3 and M5 to boot. Uh, so yeah, we could go on and on and on. Hey, uh, I thank Judy for hooking us up. I'll email her after the show. She does such a great job, and it's it's really been cool to catch up with you because when she uh, asked about the opportunity, I'm like because I, I i've been a bmw guy my whole life so i'm like hell yeah and the the little the little the little turbo car that could the 320is uh, the jim busby machines and oh and you that got stuff. that right oh god yes and, and buzzer's a friend of mine uh, so I, we could do this all day uh have a great time tonight eric i'm gonna thank judy and uh have a great weekend and you're welcome back here anytime uh if you got something to promote or whatever just to holler holler judy and we'll get hooked up and have you on again I sure appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me. Pleasure's all mine. There he goes. It's, uh, wow. I mean, seriously, we could do that all day long. I mean, that's that's. I love what I do, and it's uh, people uh, like Eric that have been around the sport and the car industry for for decades, as I've been, that are really fun to catch up with and, and re- reminisce. And it's all good stuff. Uh, brought to you by Dental Arts. Yeah. Dental Arts of Cherry Hills. Uh, get your free consultation today. Don't fool around when it comes to things in your mouth. Uh, very bad things that happen. Trust me. Uh, the doc is, well, he's he's the Fox 31 Channel 2 guy. That's who they go to when they need advice or, you know, to break down a story or something like that because uh, he's the best. It's dentalartsofcherryhills.com. Get your free consultation today. Whether it's just a, a tooth repair or you want the Hollywood smile, you dream it, he'll do it. It's race central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com dot